What's going on? This is Fowley, the podcast. Um, We're going to do Philadelphia 76's radio this morning. I wanted to get back on segment two from the segment one. Um, We're going to talk about the core three. Joel Embiid, Markel Fultz, Ben Simmons. Now, we're talking big time guys. Guys that can change the game. All three were number one prospects. Number one. Number one prospects. And they were drafted to change this program. Part of the process. And this was the three hits. You know, you had Nolan's Noel. You had Jaleel Okafor. I know those two guys. But these three guys ain't misses. I mean, the 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 fact that Stephen A, you know, shout out to Stephen A. He's one of the guys I look up to in this game, the king to me. But, you know, when you're wrong, you're wrong. When you talk about the process, he... As a man, he's getting so jealous of the process because these guys lost on purpose. They didn't put out the best players to win. They knew what they was doing. They let everybody. How can you get mad because there were guys that were that were playing hard, real hard, and end up being the worst team, but weren't worse than the worse than the Sixers? I mean, shouldn't you be happy for the teams that was just trying to win? Yeah, you know I mean, but you're mad because you got guys who had a plan. They didn't want to rebuild a team. The way you thought they should. They built it the way they thought they should. And they did it. You think other players deserve these guys? I don't I think that's I think that's crazy. They should have played chess with the Sixers. It's called chess, not checkers. And the Sixers checkmate. Look where they are now. And you're mad because other teams are gonna decide to do that. The Sixers knew they weren't going nowhere fast. I mean, they tried to spend the money on guys like Andrew Bynum, you know, and uh you look at your team and you say, you know what, we need to just tear this down and start over. That's all they did. And look what happened. And these guys are going to be good. Markel Fultz is no question in my mind. I mean, you compare Ben Simmons to a LeBron to a Magic. People say, that's crazy. People who say that's crazy don't know basketball. They just want to hate on the kid. He's he's that good that early. Anybody that says he's not, like when Ryan Hollins talk, come on, Ryan Hollins, man, come on. You aren't that you you can't you have to be at least ten percent as good as Ben Simmons. You aren't nowhere near that. You're mad at this guy because at an early age he's showing that. I mean, what other compared to Lamar Odom? He's clearly his first year better than Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom can shoot better, okay, but he's not a better all around player. You want to talk about his scoring can't match up to his all around capability. It's just not happening. No, nowhere near is it happening. What he scored don't even match up to what he scored because he made more of an impact with how he plays the game. So we know that now. So now we ex Ryan Hollins out on that, just sometimes ignoring him. He's a smart guy, but sometimes he's a little under, he's a little over the edge. Something's wrong with him. I think something like the exorcist take over his mind or something. But it just sounds stupid, some of the stuff he said. He just says, just, just to be stupid. But I like the battle you had with Will Kane. He, he, he comes to play sometimes. Sometimes he don't, but he'll be, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll further progress his knowledge as he stays in the game. Now, Joel Embiid, self-explanatory, self-explanatory. I don't even understand how you look at a team like this and not think that Joel Embiid, when he said he's coming for the MVP, he's coming. He's coming. This team is one of the top five elite teams in the league. You got the Warriors. You got the Rockets, okay? After that, it's like, okay, where we at? I, I give OKC it with Paul George coming back. And then you got the Sixers, and then you got the Celtics. I think those are the five elite teams, in my opinion. You can talk about whoever you want to talk about, Lakers. What, I don't know what you're talking about. Who? Who? 
Portland, what? You talking about these West teams? Nobody's going to compete with Philly and Boston on that. Now, Toronto has to prove it without Casey and, and DeRozan. They have Kawhi Leonard. Everybody, oh, Kawhi Leonard. Okay, we'll see. We'll see if the chemistry kicks up if he's that type of impact player for this. T- I don't even think if he at his best, he would be, they would be better than the Sixers and the Celtics. I just don't think you didn't really, you took away to add Kawhi and Danny Green. You think that makes you better? Like DeMar DeRozan wasn't elite. It's just very disrespectful to me. But anyway, um, Markel Fultz. Nobody's going to be able to stop Markel Fultz. He's going to really be, and they're going to give him the most improved player award. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And he's going to be an all-star. Like he's going to be like headlights everywhere. I mean, he's going to be one of those scores. He could score 50 this year in the game. Even those guys who played with Markel Fultz know Markel Fultz is, you know, that guy. He came up. He rose above all the Josh Jacksons and Jason Tatum's who were fighting one and two. You know, Dennis Smith, Lonzo Ball, he was better than all of them. So just because he was had a shot uh, problem, that wasn't that ain't mean he got on the court and messed up. <laughs> that don't mean nothing. Every time he got on the court, he made an impact. Even had a triple-double this year, so... All right, um, Robert Covington, big time. Big time. Like, he started off hot, and he still became, at the end of the season, an elite first-team all-defensive guy. Robert Covington is one of the most physical guys left in the NBA, along with Draymond Green. So if he puts that offensive package together and makes it a key, like he should, like he did in the beginning of the year, if that would have continued all through the year, Sixers would have been in the finals. So if he can do that, the Sixers are going to the finals regardless now. I feel like there's no team. I think Covington is going to come through and improve what he did last year. I mean, you can only be scared of what he does when he puts it all together offensively along with the defense. He's just going to be an all-star caliber player every year. Um, J.J. Redick, man, he just was so unkind. I mean, he was such a fan favorite last year. I mean, he really, really, really was a great acquisition. I and mean, they get him for the $11, $12 million, $12, $13 million price. So Philly is looking to make things happen. Now, what I want to talk about is um, the the draft picks. Um, Zaire Smith is hurt with a foot injury. To let y'all know on that, he um, development camp he uh, messed it up, and uh, we don't know how bad it is. So we'll see. You'll get more on it. Um, prayers up for Zaire Smith, and you know with him. But, you know, I know y'all like, oh, no, I never entered to a first round. It happens, man. This is basketball. I mean, I ain't like them guys that never came back strong and it just messed up their life. So, look, Zaire Smith is going to be there right now. And um, he's a guy that's going to be here for the future. It's going to be exciting. He's a good two-way player. Intensity out the ass. Excuse me, my language. It, it, it came to me first. It came. That word came to me. This guy plays ball. Landry Shamit. I've said millions of times, he reminds me of Lou Williams, period. That's just who he reminds me. You want to Lou Williams right now, the way he's playing, you're looking at a total score at the point guard position, he can light it up. Shake Milton, he lighted, he lit it up for SMU, and it's really going to be something to see him on a two-way contract develop. Let's see what the Sixers do with him, where they trade him, where they keep him, uh, let him develop and then bring him up, because he can be something special at 6'5", a point guard. Um... The Sixers are going to be something to deal with. I just wanted to touch on that, the, the starting five. And I want to touch on um, the other guys uh, on this team, who uh, the draft picks, along with two other guys we're going to end this with. Jonah Bolton, 
Novell Pell. All right. Um, two acquisitions this year. Jonah Bolton is wingspan, former five star. I mean, you can't get more talent. Everybody talking about they're looking at all his weaknesses, but then not weaknesses. They're looking at what he did. He didn't score in the summer league. He didn't have to score. He did that last year. He showed out last year. This year, he just, you know, people work on their game. And then, then he'll come out and show you when it's time. Let me go ahead and dunk, show him a three-pointer or something real quick. This guy's working on his game as he goes. He knows he's going to have to make the team. He's just working on his game, letting other people get involved. Jonah Bolton is going to be an asset in this year. They're going to have him on the court, and he's going to be an asset, period. High energy, plays defense. Yeah, I mean, this guy, that's another key, defense. Another thing with the next guy, Norville Pell. Now, everybody like Cameron Oliver, but Cameron Oliver didn't play more defense than Norville Pell. Philadelphia wants defense. They don't care about you shooting to him shooting threes. He's a guy that can jump up, swat that shot right out of here, jump up, catch alley-oops, because they're a good team in transition, so he's going to be good for Ben Simmons. You put guys around Ben Simmons who can catch those lives good in transition. That's what you do for your point guard. Put shooters and have athletes around your point guard. Knowing how good he is with the pass, he's going to find these guys and make them better. So this is going to be exciting to have. If you watch these guys on film, Bolden and Pell, they're athletic. They can jump in the air, catch those alley-oops. They can go good in transition, and they play defense. Great underrated acquisitions. I'm not saying these guys going to get 30 minutes. No. When they get in there, they're going to be an asset on defense automatically. And they're not going to be liabilities on offense. They can fit right into the offense. You know what I mean? So, um... Signing off, Philadelphia 76 Radio, follow the podcast, my quick update segment two. Uh, follow me at WriterLeader247 on Twitter, at WriterLeader247 on Twitter. Um, I got so much coming up, man. Uh, 